Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Why did we ever meet April Fool's edition? Because apparently we went so long that we had to split it into two episodes. No, appendix one. <laughs> now we get to get into high school stuff. High school's hmm. fun. I actually start remembering things probably a little better. Yeah. Let, let's let's go let's go straight away with a big one. What's the first show you remember going to? Going to and this brings us back to the uh to your brother and the Grand Marquis, is going to the Atari Info Shop to see Brightline Spectrum, your brother's band, play. Oh, okay. That was the first time. So I had no idea what to expect, because I'd never been to any show, and I imagine a, a small local show would be probably one of the less likely to imagine things, because, you know, I guess you imagine concerts and stuff like that. That's easy to picture, but a small show storefront type thing that has really no store attached to it i don't really know what that place was at all it was an little... it was an information shop i think i think about i think about that every day of my life what the fuck was that store like right there, there didn't seem to be a store but uh yeah and and loud ass music for the first time and not being able to actually like hear my own voice oh yeah that's my first memory now like i said i think that might have been one of the first times i stayed over at your house for the night so I, I have to I, I have to you use that story to parlay into a story about um getting ad- adjacent to that place in the same plaza, Heroes mm-hmm. Life Records. That's right. Was a place that was there. I remember that. And while I, I I saw some I saw some shows at that place. I saw captured by robots before yes. those robots <laughs> were even actually like proper robots. <laughs> More ideas. Yeah, I, it was it was it was a glorified one man band. But specifically, yeah. what I remember about Hero, uh, Heroes Life Records is that when the second Reggie and the Full Effect album came out, mm-hmm. that's where I went. That's where I got it. Yeah, I don't think I. I think that's the only thing I ever bought from there. I could could be because I I had my learner's permit and I I, I mm. drove Saul and myself up there and then when I when I bought it 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 came with a uh, it came with a promotional postcard that said Reggie lives on it. Oh yeah. So that that was the uh that was the selling thing of like he he, he crafted this mystery that like Red, like Reggie was dead and all this stuff and blah 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 and that was like that was the mythos that he crafted around it but it's like Reggie is actually alive and well and mm-hmm. you know here's another album from from the depths you know because his first album was greatest hits 84 to 87 or whatever mm-hmm. it was called yeah that <laughs> so it's like he was like that dude 
That dude was weird, but also in in a strange way a kindred spirit. Did you know he was a delivery driver for Pizza Hut? And he perfect. Th- and he, he and he thinks he thinks the Pizza Hut crew in the liner notes of of his first <laughs> album. And to to me, it's like a. I'm sure if at any given point I saw that dude in the future, it would be easy to have a conversation with him. But I would specifically be like. You used to work at Pizza Hut for a long time, and I and I did too, and you know, just blah blah blah. So it's like I know, like I know that we have that same frame of reference, and you know, some that's, good war stories. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then I made Saul drive me back because I was like, I gotta, I just I gotta look at the CD. I, no, I gotta read these letter notes. Yeah, there's no CD in the car. I got like I gotta look yeah. at the CD, and I mean like the quote-unquote liner notes there was fucking nothing in there it was bare bones so i was just like Mm -hmm. looking at it and like looking at it flipping flipping the thing over there was like only two sides just like oh i can't come on come on i can't i can't wait i can't wait i can't wait and that and then that album was i feel like i feel like i had this this core of albums that was like the only the only stuff that i had Mm mm-hmm and in this this transitiony period between being in middle school and being being in high school mm-hmm. and so for for me i got a lot of my like i got a lot of my music from my brother i got all of my music from my brother yeah. like i absorbed this you know i absorbed this thing so he you know he's getting it from people that he is also going to high school with and you know there there mm-hmm. are probably people that are like Oh, I have this brother in college who has this, and this is what he's listening mm-hmm, to, yeah. and then it gets passed down the grapevine, which is, uh, you know, that's how that's how you gave me the that's how you gave me the gift of minus the bear. That's right. You're like, hey, that, I went to I spent four years at college to learn about minus the bear, <laughs> and it was worth it. Yeah, that was, that was money well spent, baby. <laughs> Ten shows later, I get yeah, I got I got a lot of got a lot of good mileage out of that band. Mm-hmm. Like good, real good. My wedding song. Yeah. Yeah, baby, that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fit. I brought actually my dad was the one that brought me over to get to get my copy of promotional copy and uh, in, in typical in typical bird fashion he sees the Disney like they're not supposed to sell the promotional copies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's the name of the album, Dad. It's like okay, gotcha. Yeah, I I uh, I I'm not sure. I I don't think I got the promotional copy joke as as a joke because I I don't think I was like mm-hmm. aware of what promotional copies were but it's a good yeah. joke. It was it was no under the tray. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're nasty and have it on vinyl under the dust sleeve. Ooh. I need to get that. Get yourself some. I mean actually you don't you bring up a good point. I need to get I need to get promotional copy on vinyl. That's like that's the only one I don't have. Oof. All I have is no musicians or no country parole musicians. No country. And yeah, I, we, I, I felt like, I felt like as friends, all I wanted to do was just like shit all of the music that I was listening to onto you. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe if there was something that truly like galvanized our friendship in in my eyes maybe it's that i was f- like trying to feed you as much of this stuff as possible and you yeah and you were into it like it's, i sponged it yeah it, it, yeah it, i wasn't sure what i liked in music i think that was like late middle school and i hadn't quite made a music profile of myself and i 
I was listening to some rap music, I think. And that was that was good at the time, but it didn't feel it didn't feel like me. Dude, and then but, but you gave ba- me that baby, that Weezer tape. Baby did did it ever have its place? Oh, it did, and it's still yeah, it's still great. I mean, Jay Z, Hard Knock Life. But Ooh. yeah, my like my Volume two baby. My my regret, my regret in that time of my life was being being close minded to the prospect of popular music mm-hmm. and d- default not liking it just because like everyone else likes this so I like I'm not going to yeah. like this. Right. I I I regret that because That's why I'm a Seminoles fan and not a Gators fan. <laughs> Everybody at school like the Gators. Okay. I cannot. Oh god. That was that was one of those things as a kid where I was like I was like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick something. Like, just pick something because you don't want to be left out. And uh, it's the first thing I realized when I moved here from Il- <clears throat> from Illinois. Oh God, yeah. Gotta my, pick a side. My 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 room my room was painted Gator colors. <laughs> and if I, if I were going to pick a college out of those two now, I, I'd pick Florida State because you know Big Eight. They get they their drum That's line right. is fucking immaculate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh God! And also, I I like Tallahassee better than Gainesville. Pl- plenty of reasons to pick it. Plenty of reasons. And yeah, I I had I had these things, and I and I didn't have I didn't have a lot, but everything that I had, like I I I wanted to give to you, and so like mm. the, the fact that you were like p- like picking up what I was putting down, is mm. if even even if I didn't like super understand it at that point that was like that was the kind of shit where it's like okay i got a real got a real honest for life homie right now Mm -hmm. if if at least it only feels like that in this point of my life and and with 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 that transition there there are these uh there are these certain tapes that i remember that i had because a lot of these burnt, I was going to say burned tapes. <laughs> Which is, no, that was a bad thing for tapes. Yeah, uh, that doesn't come until later. But so, so we had these tapes, and I, you know, I, a, any anyone that I probably cared about, I would have been like, here's a tape that has all of the Blue Album and all of Pinkerton on it. So, except for one song, um, no one else, no one else was not on there. So the first time we saw Weezer live and they played that song and it's, you know, it's a good, it's a good one to, to have never heard before and hear live because it's, it's quick, it's catchy, it's kind of poppy and it's like, it, you, you get it right away. So if anyone wants to be I'm like, holy God, this is a great song. I've never heard this before. How did I never hear this before? It must be a B-side or something. It's like, no. They, I, and I bought the signed copy of the Blue Album there and I looked on the back. I'm like, oh, wait, it's right here. Yeah, there was this one that was, song. because we're, there was just not enough room. And so that was the one I think you chose to admit, to, uh, to omit. For whatever reason, which is odd, wasn't the easiest to omit because it was the second song or third song on the blue album. I remember that I was a uh, I was very, very particular about mm-hmm. how I would put together put together tapes, and I would I there were there were mixtapes that I would also put together. But I I mean even now if I put together a mix for someone like I, there would there would be a lot of there would be a lot of actual thought put into it. Like, it's not just mm-hmm. going to be a bunch of songs just fucking shitted together. Yeah. And, and, and that, and that was a thing. It's like, I, I also need, like, 
I, I had that mind of like, okay, there's this song and then you have to, you know, there has to be a space in between the songs. Like I would rather have an appropriate amount of spaces <laughs> in between every song than mm-hmm. to cut all of that space short to try to cram another song in. Right. So if I, hmm, that's weird. No, no one else. That's the song. That's the song yeah. that I choose. That I chose to omit. Was everything? Was everything else in order, or was it? Like, I think everything else was in order, as far as I can remember it. Yeah. Okay, because I I made I made myself. I had a tape that had a. <laughs> okay, so I I had a tape that had both of those albums, and everything was completely out of order. This is like, this hmm. was the. Uh, the 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 Daniel Solorzano mix mm. of both of these albums into one super album. If they weren't in the perfect right order, they were at least separated by album. No, my mine was everything. Okay, yours was everything a was fucking, Yeah, it was it yeah, was, a, was it bad. was like a uh, it was a mixtape. But all you're allowed to use is the first two Weezer albums, and you have to use every song on both of those albums. <laughs> so you know this is where you want to have your 90 minute tapes. Yes. And, oh, God, eighth grade Daniel was a fucking dope, but probably (laughs) probably eighth grade, a lot of versions of people were, were a bunch of dope. So like sweet music living off my jokes. Oh yeah. Being, (laughs) being in love with Jackie Carter, who's a total fucking dud, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I like I I just uh, that that just uh, flared up in my mind because I was like I was like super crazy in love with it, with this person like as much as a you know fucking eighth grader can can mm-hmm. be yeah with all that you can muster and and I had I had I remember that tape because I I you know what I actually I barely remember even having the tape it's seeing it's it was seeing her yearbook like i was looking at my middle school yearbook and mm-hmm. seeing and seeing what she, what she wrote to me in there she's like a pseudonym in mine and she you know she's like can i can i expect a million more pages this year for like blah 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 and like like dude one, one year i had her fucking yearbook and i just wrote like pages of shit and i was like listening to that fucking weezer mixtape the entire time and it was oh god, it was just like cringy middle school shit. Like like yeah. I'm listening to the tape again. And it's like oh god, like oh. Uh, the only reason I divulge any of that stuff is because I've been drinking. <laughs> she called me Joe. She called herself Alice. Said boo, my pen is weird. Spelled weird wrong. <laughs> Call me, Daniel. Has my number. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that was uh, that was funny. I remember. I remember writing. I remember like writing her a letter from Ecuador. I can't remember if it was the first or second time that I was that I was in Ecuador, but I re- it was probably the first time. You know what I love are these people that just sign their names in a yearbook. <laughs> Like it's an autograph book. Yeah. <laughs> you got to write something, anything. Oh God, Tom yeah. Bucci. I, I, although for him, I feel like that's appropriate. 
He's a man of few words. Tom Bucci is literally as much as I remember about Tom Bucci. He probably listened to rap music. It's about as that's about as much as I can muster from there. Rocco oh, Ronaldo like, is only Rocco Ronaldo. I think that might have been all he knew. Oh, God. That's a joke because Rocco was fun. See now, I, yeah, but I, I was a little more palsy with uh, Rocco because he he didn't mm-hmm. live super far away from my mom's house. Um, that guy's been thriving since he got out of prison, man. Yeah, yeah, good. he's been he's been uh, he's been doing really really great. He uh, just fucking started going to college and blah blah blah. Like you, you get you get ten years of your life taken away from you in fucking prison, man, and like. You know, you can be like, well, prison's all I know, so I'm going back to prison. Or you can be like, fuck, dude, it's time to make up for some lost time. And I mean, right. he's dude's in great shape. Uh, he's super into biking and fucking, he's, he's just doing, you know, he's just doing great. Although, you know, if anything, is maybe just a little prison twitchy. But outside of that, like, yeah, he's been he's been killing it. So good. Good. Yeah, I always liked him. Yeah, good, good, good for him for that. <sighs> So, so I, so I say first show because I, I think the first time I ever saw a band live play, well, you know, the first thing that I can think of was, a. so my brother was in a band called Speedster 88 before, but before Brightline Spectrum Day. So I never heard that one before. So So this this, is new to me. So this was, you know, this is when I was like younger, younger, like in sixth Mm -hmm. grade and I just I just remember I had this one shirt that I liked. It was colorful, and I had a Montu hat because I went to Bush Gardens one time, and I was like, I was like, this hat looks sweet, but it's dumb that it says Montu on it. So I'll pop some, I'll pop some electrical t- or no, not electrical tape, some duct tape over the part where it says Montu. So it just looks some like gaffer tape. So it just looks like a cool bird symbol or something. And- <laughs> And I mission picked, accomplished. I, I watched them in a church, and my brother was the drummer for that band. And I was like, okay, that was cool. But I think, I think when I say show, what I actually mean is event. First proper the, show. Yeah. What was the first event you went? To? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like for first proper show, because for for me, it was in the year of our Lord, nineteen ninety nine, and it was Jimmy Eat World. They were supported by No Knife and Lazy Cane, and what what a hell of a first show to go to, and that that like opened my eyes to like oh man like this is this is like the real thing and the like the greatest thing about that was when Clair because Clarity came out in ninety nine mm-hmm. so that was that's what they were uh, that's what they were supporting. I yeah. remember playing uh, I think it was Final Fantasy Legend three. I was playing something <laughs> on Game Boy. So okay. again, I tell you, I can I can re- relate points of my yeah. life to to video games and and the albums I was listening to, and my brother's like, oh, I'm buying buying tickets to go to see Jimmy at World. And I was like, Can I come? And he's like, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, so me, him, and his girlfriend at the time, Suzanne White, we went to the State Theater, mm. and we like we were dead. Dead, dead, in the very fucking front, right, right in the fucking middle. Like we were, like right in the fucking middle. And Jimmy World at the time, they would take, they would take pictures of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like, like from from their perspective. So if you yeah. if you went on Jimmy World's website, there was like, bam, here's a picture, here's a picture of the crowd from this time we went on tour. 
Right. And uh, they they had an album of they had an album of B sides that had that had a bunch that had a bunch of pictures because they they were in the habit of doing that. Right. And there was a state theater show that was in there, but it wasn't the one there wasn't the one that we went to. Oh. But I I would love to like if there was some weird crazy archive in the depths of the internet. I I I I went down a rabbit hole one day trying to find it but couldn't couldn't turn anything up. But but there's just pictures of the crowds and and it was it was a great picture because it was a nice wide full picture you could see everyone and I mean like me and Paul and Suzanne were like right in the front like right in the mm. middle. And they played Robot Factory, which is one of my favorite Jimmy World songs. And, you know, yeah. it was just early enough where it's like we're playing stuff on Static Prevails. Mm-hmm. But, we're, you know, the majority of what we're playing is, you know, shit from Clarity. And also, yeah. like, oh, God, like, they're they're like one of the greatest albums ever, ever written. Yeah. And so, like, to, to me, that like that that's my like. That's my first proper show of like many, mm-hmm. many subsequent times that I went to the state theater. Yep. Uh, e- either with or without you. What mm. was what was yours? What was okay. yours in the and the experience? Like I, I got yeah. Go the that. first the first right proper show was when we went to see. Incidentally, we happened to see Newfound Glory, who was headlining. But it was we went to, we went because we wanted to see Midtown <laughs> at State Theater, where God goes when he wants to watch shows. <laughs> So just so, just so you know why I'm laughing, we were we we're talking about this before, and I've Newfound Glory is one of those bands that I've seen a bajillion times, but never by choice. Just they right. always happen to They're be just there. there. <laughs> and the first the first time that I saw them, they were still a Newfound Glory, and right. it was with it was with Piebald at some some random some random place in Tampa. I don't I don't mm-hmm. even remember where it was, but we. Like Pieball let us take pictures of them, and and they're like, I I don't know exactly how that went, but I think <laughs> Emily Venable was the one who was taking the pictures, and for some reason like they were in the dumpster. They're like, here, let's just stand in the dumpster and <laughs> bash down on some trash, and like there's there are pictures of them in a dumpster somewhere that that exist. But yeah, new, so. a newfound glory was there, and that was just the uh, first of many times that I saw newfound glory without ever actually meaning to. Uh, please <laughs> continue. Yeah. So yeah, we went to we went to State Theater. I think that was and that was fresh off your ability to drive all by yourself. So we took the Datsun oh, from your dad baby. and uh I think we got lost along the way, which is hard to imagine now that I think about it because we were we were definitely late and we caught the tail end of whoever was the opening act, which was the first thought is no motive, but I don't think that's right. And uh Midtown Midtown was was mid card. And then and then newfound glory, but we got there just in time for first act to wrap up, and then and then we got all that sweet midtown action. <sighs> yeah, that was the first real show. So and that was an absolute blast. And newfound glory was fun. A funny funny thing. The I think the drummer for newfound glory lives in Boca Raton as a real he's a real estate agent now. Lives right by Will. Came over to his house one time when I was there for a pool party. Yeah, oh, all right. So there you go. I, I assume he knows Will somehow. He, yeah, he yeah, just randomly neighbor. show up in a boat. No, he's, he's, he's a neighbor. Hey, he's a neighbor. I'm a realtor, and uh, I saw this house. And like, you guys having a party? I, I used to be a newfound glory. Oh. I mean, a party's basically an open house. You know, anyone offers contracts? Who, yeah, who? Yeah, I know, bro, any, I know a mortgage any, guy. Anyone want to hear any cool stories? <laughs> no, he's a he's a neighbor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So so yeah, there there's a there's a chunk there's a chunk of those shows like a lot of that stuff kind of blends in together. Um Yeah. The, it's hard to differentiate some of them. <laughs> the the midtown show that I that I specifically remember was Tyler being absolutely wasted. I thought that was at the masquerade. <sighs> You, you could unless that, unless that was the point you were making was not that these were all at state theater which is probably exactly what you meant but the bullet bourbon got to me it made me think something you didn't say in in, in my in my mind i remember i remember it being at the, at the state theater but like i you could it was so the state theater had had that barricade and then there was like a a two or three foot divide between the barricade mm-hmm. and the actual like front of the stage and the stage mm-hmm. was you know like ray like like on a dais mm-hmm. Regardless of what place it was at, <laughs> right. The important part is that I didn't make it up. It was. It was. Uh, he like Tyler was wasted. He's absolutely. He was shit faced. He was very noticeably hammered. <laughs> and they were. They were. They were playing something, and he fell into that little pit area in between. In the mm, between the wall, the little, the little the security, the little security hole. And and so. I, I I think we have slightly differing mem- like memories of this, but wh- what I specifically remember is he fell into that hole, and his and his fucking guitar cut out for a couple seconds because like obviously like he fell down and he wasn't playing, right? And he got his bearings and he played the fucking rest of the song like mm-hmm. in in that down fucking pit, yeah. And then they they pull him they pull him back up on the stage and. And they're, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking if they're, you know, rational people, this is my own band experience speaking, mm-hmm. but you know, they're like, dude, are you okay? But I, you know, if I were game supporter, I'd secretly be thinking like you fucking drunk piece of <laughs> shit. Like we're playing a fucking show, you motherfucker. <laughs> like I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe that shit. But you know, adrenaline, adrenaline is going high and. And he's and they're like Jesus Christ, are you okay? He's like I'm a cyborg, and I remember <laughs> Game Supporter going, "What?" Ah, <laughs> uh, the ramblings of a drunk. Yeah, just 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 one of the many random times. Just ran- I, I I'm, I'm gonna concede the point. I think you're right. It was State Theater because I'm remembering the Rascal show. That was one where they just weren't very good that day. They just weren't they just were not into it. With Reggie and Motion City soundtrack uh, bookending them. I remember. I, I think that was what I'm thinking of. So I'm assuming if they were bad, it was because Tyler was drunk. But I think that's not <laughs> the case. Because those two do make sense. But actually, that does, like you said, that made it even better. I yeah. I I don't have any negative memories of that show. No, and I don't, I don't really either. have any negative memories of watching Midtown at all. But that you know that might be before my capacity to absorb. You know, like uh, that band wasn't very good live. Right, yeah. Cause some, <laughs> Everything's good at, at one sometimes, point. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you get in there and the energy and you're young and like there's a bunch of shit happening around you and yeah. like every 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 girl is fucking hot that goes to shows, but yet somehow you don't go to school or know any of these fucking people. <laughs> Which is a, con- a constant a conundrum. Of, constant bane of my own existence at the time. It's like, God, there's all these fucking girls that look like i'd be way into but yeah. i'm just such an acquired taste <laughs> I, re- I remember uh there was hey baby how do you like jokes filtered through somebody else standing right next to me 
this guy gives me all my best material, and the great thing is, is he says it really quietly because he's not confident <laughs> enough to yet to say it out loud to himself. So, I I remember these times of watching Midtown, and like, uh, there was that one show that we went to, and it was super weird because the bands were like all over the map because it was like yes. Midtown. Midtown was there, but then also Glassjaw was there. Yeah, that, and that was one that I I decided to bring. I brought Addie to that one. Okay, so that one was my a girlfriend late. at the time. Yeah, that was a little later, so that would be a little post a little post yeah. high school. And like the, the, this wasn't exactly her genre. She was like Dave Matthews Band was her favorite band. Oh yeah, no, it probably made her so mad she chucked a GameCube controller at your head. No, that was a different one. <laughs> that was a that was a that was a worse one. Can Can you please tell me that story because it was a. Uh, I think I think Kernsey or one of the uh, uh, one of your one of your frat dudes brought it up, mm-hmm. and and I was like, that sounds so hilarious, and I don't know that story. Like, I got I got to hear that story. Oh, okay. So I think it was it was my twenty first birthday. So I was gonna go to Boston to visit a friend who lived up there from college. Um, so yeah, I'm going into my senior year. So at my fraternity house, I was able to like live there over the summer. So my room was open, and I was able to go hang out there for a little bit with some friends who were living in the house over the summer for 21 go and go super crazy and i was gonna fly out of orlando and uh lauren lived nearby as well mm-hmm. and so uh yeah so we're all in my room just doing i think probably irish car bombs and maybe jaeger bombs but just bombs bombs of plenty tight and playing we were probably playing mario party oh yeah because if there's a controller being thrown it was it was most likely mario <laughs> party and I don't okay. think any any of those people or amateurs are going to be playing Smash Brothers with me for very long and stick around for that. So I think we were probably playing Mario Party. And, uh, yeah, I was probably being obnoxious because I won, but we got into it a little bit. And, uh, yeah, that was the revenge was she took the game controller and just chucked it right at my head from the at the couch. <laughs> and it was like point blank. And I managed to, I mean, many car bombs out of the way, managed to... To, to duck and then also made a snide remark about terrible aimer yeah. so oh, probably, God. probably why I'm winning Mario Party oh man that's that sounds like classic bone saw to me <laughs> <laughs> yes antagonize someone into rage and then comment on their inability to, to and, and then keep, keep the rage going there, there's yeah. there's no need there's no need to uh, neutralize she was out of projectiles <laughs> what have I to fear Oh God! Now, see that's yeah, that's, a, well. that's a rage that I think we can uh, that we can all get on board with, because so yeah the, the the Mario God the Mario Party era, like you know my God if we're if we're just talking about uh, you know talking about the early twenties and your twenty mm. first birthday too God that that's so fucking funny yeah um yeah that was that was about that was about what we were what we were into at the time because there was you know Mario Party 4 5 and 6 right right in that same right in that same areas 20 2021 20, um mm. ha- uh, Halo Halo 2 right yeah. right in that area the the good you know the good old there's good old you know post high school times or player games and you know, every, everybody knows the rage of losing to Bonesaw at Mario Party. It's it's something that you uh, 
that you use to set your own focus so that you can dominate Bonesaw instead, so you can do all the things that he would do instead. But except he's really he's really subtle about it, but he's so subtle that it's not subtle at all. And then, you know, you <laughs> throw a controller at his face. That's right. Oh, God, I love Unless that. there was a lot of fast button pressing, because I would always lose. I can't win at Will Flower. Oh, yeah, no. You're... <laughs> Your flower power is no match for my flower power. <laughs> I also remember you and uh, Rylito, nice Mister B. <laughs> you and Rylito training at the uh, the snowboarding game, trying to do how many three sixty rotations you could uh, do by tapping the four buttons. Oh, see now I will. Uh, so if if you remember, what was that one called? If uh, uh, Snow World, that was Snow that was World. on Mario Party Six, and if your memory. If your memory is telling you that Ryan and I, that Ryalito and I were training, that that may be, that may be right because there's a good chance of that happening because the king of Snow World was fucking Corey Hudson. He mm-hmm. like no no one could touch him at Snow World, and if anyone spent any amount of time training at Snow World, it was fucking Corey Hudson, and it's just like yeah. Oh God! That... No, I think I, I I was there for the after hours after the the real games were done, and I remember just I remember falling asleep on the couch to somebody just. <laughs> oh God! Just the, the the slight pitter patter of the X Y B A X Y B A X Y B A. Yeah, it, it's and and Corey was like and Cor, Corey's record for Snow World was just like no like no one could get anywhere near it. I was like okay, like Corey's. Everyone has their one game where it's like mm-hmm. you know don't don't fuck with me in this game because just put it down yeah just there's there's no point like yeah just for, forfeit and you know <laughs> snow but snow world is one of those ones where you're like no I, I know I can get it I know I can be I know I can be as good as Corey I'm in Club Thirty God damn it <laughs> Club Thirty I'll, uh, fucking Club Thirty just if anyone wants to know what that is that's a uh, there's a mini game in Mario Party Five called Dinger Derby. They pitch, you know, thirty balls at you, and when you get obsessive about Mario Party the way <laughs> we were, and you get good enough at it, you can hit all thirty balls, and then you're in Club Thirty. And that was, uh, and I I would say Rialito was was probably the weakest player out of all of us because I I don't you know I don't count, I don't count him. Scummy, Scummy was who we liked to shit on. We made it. We made sure he was the worst player. <laughs> like, like Rialito was definitely not like not the strongest gamer out of all of us. But even Rialito made it to to, to Club Thirty. He was definitely the the last did. horse to cross the finish line, but he made it there. But the anxiety. Yeah, there, there were those times of ah, let's play fifty rounds of Mario Party. Who gives a shit? You know. Right. I, we have all weekend. I, I, you know, if I just had to guess what twenty-year-old Daniel was doing, he was uh, super into power hours and like let's, <laughs> you know, let's do that, that while we're playing Mario Party. <laughs> I think that's right. God, I love doing power hours. I feel like you were maybe the one that that brought that to me as a thing. I don't know who maybe. who it was, but I was like, I was on board. I was on board with power hours to the extreme. <laughs> Did you ever did you ever get into those? I 
we did a few power hours. We had we had a couple guys in the house that wanted. They were always pushing for centurions. They wanted to do it, but they're like, oh, sixty is not enough. We got to go for a full one hundred. I gotta tell it's you, like, that's a love, terrible idea. You I, guys do that. I'm gonna stop at sixty. Oh, I gotta tell you, I love whoever those people were because that's exactly the kind of person that I turned into. Because uh, eventually I got to the point to where I was doing a power hour where I was like, oh, we're going to party tonight? All right, let's pregame with a power hour. Like yep, that's, yeah. that's where that's where I was. Like I was, was, was yeah, going to do Jeff. a power hour and then I was like, okay, now I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Jeff. And you know that – oh, God. Guido? Yeah, yeah. Oh, baby, I didn't know that. You know, it's uh, – a. Yeah, you. I think you missed his most his most reckless phases. Oh God, I would have loved I would have loved to have been there for that. But also, I would uh I would love to uh, get him to try to relive the glory of his past as well. Yes. No. Imagine imagine like the intensity and the and the fire he and the passion he puts behind literally whatever he is focused on for the moment. Currently, cryptocurrency. Uh, <laughs> You're not uh, in that uh, chat thread. Yeah, so Overwatch. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ima- yeah. Imagine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, being Lucio, imagine that. So yeah, but just put that towards doing power hour, drinking. <laughs> God, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I did. I did not have. I did not have enough Guido in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that I'm glad there's a sufficient amount of Guido now. But I missed a lot. I missed a lot of those guys. Um, gl- glory, crazy days. Because by then they had already. Because I, I think they were the ones who were like smoking weed in late middle school kind of thing and drinking occasionally so by the time i met them at like 16 17 they're like oh i don't know man those those are those are kids things like we're we're pretty we're pretty beat up at this point we're we're old men at this age and we just like to have a couple guinness and call it a night tell a couple good stories yeah join the privateers (laughs) the the private privateens yeah (laughs) there are still yeah there's still moments but uh yeah, I miss I miss the, the wildest of the times. Uh, that's great. If I ever end up in a situation with Jeff where there's enough light beer, I I think I would be like, "Hey man, you want to do a power hour for old time's sake? Just just to see if I could get him just to throw do it. it out there." Yeah. Because if if there's anything that I'm certain of and like, yeah, obviously none of us are drinking. None of us are drinking like that anymore. Today. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I have now. a second cup of bourbon. <laughs> a second cup of bourbon. <laughs> Yeah, while I grab a white claw to rehydrate. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, if we were if we were ever in that if we were ever in that position, I think I would I would be like I I would I would try I would at least try. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man! Like, you were probably a centurion in your day, and like that's, that's I did it. I oh, know I did it. That that's a uh, that's all I was that's all I was obsessed with at that point, and that was uh, that was after after Scar Versary. Where my where my face oh, got yes. all mangled, yeah. And when when I was on the mend, I remember these times of you know hang, hanging out with Scummy, and we we're like we're gonna be we're gonna be centurions. So we were we were getting to that point to where a power hour just wasn't cutting it anymore. And there there was this there was this time that we were hanging out at, at, at the duplex the duplex that Scummy lived in. And we were we were going for a centurion. And I think we got to like ninety six minutes. We were like right there. Like we were like Ugh. right on the edge of glory. Mm-hmm. And both of us just dead ass made eye contact and immediately ran in opposite directions to throw <laughs> up all over the place. Oh yeah. Ugh, good 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 times. 
20, 20, 21, at 21, you got a GameCube controller chucked at your face. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... That was, that was my test into manhood. Meanwhile, I was in Farewell Verona at the time. So I, I had just moved back to Bradenton after a brief stint of living with my brother in Orlando, which my only mm-hmm. regret was not doing that for longer. But my my end game was I I'd been talking to Nate, you know, a, a lot, and he was just mm-hmm. sort of at the point where he's like, I kind of wish you lived back down here so you could be in the band and blah 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, that that would be great. And then their bass player quit, and he was like, it's like, dude, you should come down, blah blah blah. And we'd already played before in the past, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And that ended up making me move move back, and not on my twenty first birthday, but. But on my 21st birthday, I did a power hour in Applebee's, uh, <laughs> pouring pouring two-for-ones into a rocks glass because, you know, a, a fucking frosted mug is unwieldy at, yes. at best. And, try, and, and, you know, like, at Grizzlebee's, they don't have a fucking... <laughs> they don't have that. They've got, you know... They've rocks glass. It's the best thing they have. So I'm hmm. just like, okay, that's about a shot. So sixty about a shots, and you know, you know, they're getting <laughs> hey, bigger hey, every fucking. We're going, minute. we're going over more than under. I just remember Nate being like, "Dude, that's so dumb." Like you're like, like I'm already, I've already had two beers, and you're like barely, barely most of the way through one, and then you know, about twenty <laughs> minutes later, I've got like six empty mugs on the fucking table, <laughs> and it's it's closing in on an hour of about. Mm. 52 minutes and I fucking barfed Thai chicken pizza into my mouth. Oh God. And I was at the, and I was, we're, we're sitting in the middle of fucking Applebee's <laughs> and I'm like, I have two options. I swallow the beer and chew up the food that just came up and I tough it out to the end mm-hmm. or I puke all over Applebee's and I'm like, I'm in the middle of Applebee's. I can't puke all over There's Applebee's. There's only one real option. So I... Chomp, 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 chomp. Oh, God. And, you know... And, and, cause, cause because that's the thing. A power hour, it's not about how much you can drink. It's a battle of constitution. It is. That it is. So, after after I had that little spit up, and I got rid of it, <laughs> I got through the last eight minutes. That's all. Yeah, really easy. But on Nate's 21st birthday which was about three months before mine mm-hmm. was we had, we had a show at our warehouse and I was, uh, I was dating, I was dating Gwen at the time mm-hmm. and we, we play, we play shows. Awesome. There was like a keg or two there, blah, blah, blah. Great. Then I want to say it was Josh Ogletree who is <laughs> him and a circle of people were, also drinking like Captain Morgan or something, and I like I'm, I'm already hammered. And then he's like, "Hey man, you want to hit this chronic blunt?" And I was like, "Yiggity yeah!" I've heard Snoop talk about that all the time. So I so I hit that bad boy, and about five minutes later, I'm like, "Yep, night's over." <laughs> I I imme- like I immediately go to Gwen. And I was like, "Hey man, time to go." <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, like that was all of it. And she's like, she's like oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. 
So we we drive back to our apartment, which is you know not even not even five minutes away from no, where the warehouse yeah. is. I there there's like a little patio garden area on the front. I get out of the car and just immediately start puking into planners, just <laughs> just all over the place. We get we get into the apartment, and I'm and I'm just barfing my life out into the into a toilet into the toilet, and I was like, please give me water, please. And she's like, no, you're just going to throw it up. And, you know, you know, future me is like, you idiot. And also past me, I was like, give me water. Like, it's better that I'm throwing up water than, you know, like trying to <laughs> hack up a bile. Like, just give me right. more water. So she was like, no, you're just going to throw it up. And then this ends with me, you know, her stripping my clothes off. And I'm like in the fucking tub and she's just running cold water on me because I'm like <laughs> and then probably at about three o'clock in the morning get get in the bed and then I had to work the next day I was working at Circuit oh, City God. I wake up at nine o'clock in the morning to go to work at Circuit City and here's the thing about working at Circuit City you can always call off of a place like that because there's always like it doesn't matter. There's a dozen people. Yeah, there's there's so many people. So if you're like, hey, I I can't go to work, but like to to me, I don't ever call off of work unless there's no way I can go to work. And I was right. just like up and I was like, I gotta. Get, I was like too hungover to be like, maybe I should call mm-hmm. off of work. <laughs> it it just it just didn't work like that. I, I that's I I didn't call off. Right. So, you know, I'm – my face looks like somebody just grabbed the back of my mm-hmm. head and just rubbed my face in into fucking carpet. Like just a million like just exploded blood capsules around my eyes. Like I look like human mm. shit. The only thing is that like I, I woke up and took like an actual proper shower, but I just feel like death. And I go – I go to Circuit City and th- we you know we have a little pre-opening meeting and that's fine and the very first thing that happens at like 10 o'clock in the morning this guy is asking me about fucking printers and so every person that goes over to the printer section always asks about the same thing they ask about the printer features because they have a summer home or sorry they have a winter home down here mm. that needs a printer but they don't want to spend the money on the printer because they only live here five months out of the year. That's half the fucking year. That is literally half the fucking year. Like just spend the money, you fucking dick. So you still need the features, whatever you need to use it anyway. Right, right. They're like, I need a printer that can do all this stuff. Well, this is the one that can do it. Ah, I don't want to spend 200 bucks. Cause I'm only down here four or five months out of the, like it's eight months tops. Yeah. Like, you're down here for half of the year, and it's I, you know, at the time I was just like, eh, what, you know, whatever. It, it, rationalizing it now, like I'm only down here five months. Of the year. that's half the fucking year, bro. Like whatever. So I'm just talking to this guy, and I'm and I'm showing him printers, and I got I have to look like I'm hungover, and I I just you know. "Quote unquote shit my pants." I, I didn't. I didn't shit my pants, but I was just like, I just had a horrible, terrible. You've been drinking all night, gas. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was like, don't worry. All you gotta do is just let this out, nice and easy. 
and it'll be <laughs> fine. It won't make a sound. And it and it didn't. But it reeked like holy hell. It just smelled like death. And I'm like in the middle of talking to this guy about printer features and dead dead ass. The both of us are eyes are locked. And I stop mid sentence because <laughs> we both realize what has happened, and we we just like sat there for a moment, like just looking at each other, and not saying anything. And the guy's like, "Bad gas, huh?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sorry." And I and I finish up and like whatever. And then I immediately go to the schedule and find the first person. Like I find the person who has lunch first. Mm-hmm. It was Ryan Sigular, and I was like, please, for the love of Christ, trade lunches with me today. My lunch was at, like, 2. His lunch was at, at like, 11 or something. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't I can't wait until 2 o'clock. I need to go to lunch because I puked my life out the night before. So, right. So, just, hmm. that was uh, that. Was that. And I, I ended up going to lunch early and. Got a sandwich way, way, way bigger than I normally get because that's how hungover and hungry I was. Yes, you need to re- replace your soul with the sandwich. I I had to. <laughs> so these, yeah, these fucking fucking shows, man. Shows and music and video games and mm-hmm. the Simpsons and my my favorite thing was you getting me into Adult Swim. Which yeah. was the great, the great, great stuff that Adult Swim featured. Yes, the most quotable of the quotables, other than The Simpsons, of course. Space Ghost, Aqua Teens, Sea Lab. I think those are probably the top three. Yeah, you ever meet Haystacks Calhoun? <laughs> he was a mountain of man. He sent him, sent him home to mommy with a rolling DDT. <laughs> And I, I caught, I, like, I'll, I'll forever love C-Lab 2021. Boom, mm. baby, surprise, bitch! It's the year of C-Lab! Oh pro- my god, it is. Yeah, we should probably, weird. yeah, we should probably all take, we should probably all take a, another honorary trip through C-Lab. God, Harry Cos, rest in peace for all eternity, forever, man. Wow. Like, that, that guy was a, uh, that guy is a guy who probably dies and whoever is close to him is like, this is going to fuck my life up for the rest of my life. I'm going to, I'm going to, Oh, I'll never forget this fucking person. Those, those times, those times in high school. And that was, that was like, that was like that one extra dimension of, of just getting, getting along and, and you, you showing me stuff. And so Mm. I remember the first time I ever saw Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And that was the, uh, that was the, uh, day of, uh, I'm sorry, not the day of, it right. was the day prior to the big cross country meet. <laughs> and so you, you and I were hanging out with all of these people. You and I were hanging out with all of these people at, it was someone's house. I don't remember whose house it was. And Scummy was there mm. to whom I will henceforth referred to as Chris Martin, as is his wont. So, 
What? That's his name? Yeah. You, it was you, me, Chris Martin, and literally every other person at this person's house was mm. on the cross country time, uh, on the cross, cross country team. So I remember, I remember, uh, B Rod was there, uh, uh, Jesse Jeff Belknap was there. there. Just a, a bunch of people. Uh, you know what? And now I'm thinking about it. I got to, I got to sidetrack for a little bit. I, I don't remember if it was at Jesse Belknap's house, but I remember I was sort of with the same-ish sort of crew of people. It was mm-hmm. the first time I ever saw Iron Chef. Ooh. And my God, what a what a great what a great thing Iron Chef was. What a gift. Yeah, no, that that did not come from me. That and I learned that in college from Kearns. You didn't get Iron Chef until college? Yeah. Oh man. I think I had I think I had stumbled upon it like just changing through the channels one time at my dad's house. And uh, I, I saw it, and I was like, "This is because this was this was peak wrestling time." So it's like, "Oh, it's in a it's what is it in an iron cage?" And I think now I realize it was just the graphic had an overlay of an iron cage where they put the <laughs> the competitor's name. But I thought it was inside an iron cage. The concept is about the same, a, you know, a culinary battle to the death. And I was like, "This is weird," but I kind of like it, planting the seeds of my future enjoyment of cooking. Well, think think about think about the format. You got mm-hmm. two guys battling each other, and then you have a commentary team. Does that remind you of anything? It Is there sounds any, familiar. Any, Dragon yeah, Ball any, Z. Wait, yeah. Any reason we might like <laughs> that format? Maybe. Oh God! Over and, the top entrances, and also just like it's Japanese, and it, and yeah. the commentary is all dubbed in English, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Fukui-san. <laughs> uh, yes, Ota. <laughs> oh yeah, Ota, go! <laughs> and it's just, I, I just in my in my mind, you know, I just imagine that's that's Kevin Kelly, man. Just call it call him, call it a food battle. The aroma from the porridge tickles my nostrils. <laughs> oh, Kosuke, the fortune teller. Oh <laughs> God, the worst judge ever to be besought with. She was so critical. It was mm-hmm. impossible to impress that bitch. It was the <laughs> fortune teller slash food critic. Oh man, who is the uh, who is your favorite Iron Chef? Oh, it's uh, Hiroyuki Sakai, oh, the okay. Delacroix of French cuisine. <laughs> and he was he was ultimately the uh, super grand u- ultimate uh, chef against Chen Kenichi. But yes, he was the f- he was the finest of the bunch, most wins, and uh, and also a true ladies' man in real life as well. Uh, is that so? I, I don't yes. know about that. Yes, Let, so the legend goes. Oh, what? Yeah, what's what's the legend? Just that he was late. No, just that he was he was a wonderful, a wonderfully successful womanizer. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a great thing to laugh about! <laughs> all, all I don't poor... think I don't know that he was married or anything like that. Just to, you know, he was a ladies' man. Yeah, I I do I do like that though. The um, I I think I was always a uh, I think I was always a Chen a Chen Kenichi guy. Mm, okay. But but probably mostly because I like the guy who uh, who dubbed Chen Kenichi's voice. So th- it's that that guy that guy just had the right amount of energy, and I also felt like Chen Kenichi was probably taking on the bulk of the battles. I mean, Hiroyuki Sakai was you know definitely. I think Sakai sec- got the. Oh, you might be right. You might be right. It's between those two though. Yeah, but they were also the longer longer tenured ones as well. Ma, uh, Morimoto came came later, and then Masahiko Kobe even later still. 
Oh god, he had that. So you know, he's the best because he got his own interest, and it was from the, <laughs> yeah, the song from the Big yeah, O with the four piece. <laughs> yeah, comes up with his own orchestra, and and the song was dope. Uh and and let us also never forget the first uh, Iron Chef, whichever one Morimoto was. Uh, before him, it was Roxaburo Machiba. Machiba. But before that, there was one. Other, I think there was a Japanese person either in between or not. And there was a, there was Ishinabe who was the first French before Sakai. Okay. Yeah, no, I, uh, I know. God, my I, I fucking love Iron Chef, man. It's <laughs> so great. And and then of course Chairman Kaga, who went on to star in such greats <laughs> as that uh, that one show that was on Netflix, Blazing Transfer Students. <laughs> Blazing transfer students. Oh God! It's it's so it's just God. Japan. And he was in the live action. I didn't know this. He was in the live action Death Note Japanese movie. Shut too. the fuck up. He's I'll, I'll he's his, he's Light's dad. Oh yeah, he'd be perfect for that. He was. Oh fuck yeah. Oh dude. I just learned this like last week. I well, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this straight away. First thing I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to be like, Laura, what's your Netflix password? Because I need to watch something immediately. And then second, uh, I'm going to, I'm, uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all caught up on everything. Yeah, I can, I can watch the uh, death movie. I, I just assume that it's on Netflix. God, please let it. Be. I have no idea. I, it's probably, I'm probably watching on YouTube. I'm sure there's not a whole yes, lot of yes. copyright protection for that over here. Right. Oh, I love that though. He'd, he'd be a perfect uh, chief Yagami. Soichiro? Soichiro is his name? Yeah. Oh, light, my son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's that's so great. Yeah, uh, anyway, all these cross-country people were... So, Chris Chris had a, had a fake ID provided by his good friend, Corey, who is the name of the person on the fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're like, hey, let's let's party up. Yeah, let's 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 have our own party. Yeah, well, that the and that that is what ended up happening because literally everyone was on board except the day of the great cross country meet was the next day. So the only three people there who were not on the cross country team were me, you, and Chris. Mm-hmm. So we go to the Drift Inn, which mm-hmm. is a dive bar here. <laughs> Dreams go to die. Yeah, and. Chris buys the diviest amount of vodka, which is a handle of Popov. <laughs> and we, so we adjourn to your place to drink it. But before we go there, we go to 7-Eleven and we buy a <laughs> two liter bottle of Sierra Mist. And I remember that specifically because I was drinking all the Sierra Mist I could drink at Pizza Hut where I worked at the time. It was the only place you could get it. This was the first time it was a, a available commercially, so get it there. No, we we didn't we didn't get a two liter of it. Remember, this was the time when we were obsessed with the extreme gulp refillable giant mugs. So we actually filled my extreme gulp of like fifty six ounces or whatever the odd number was. I think we filled that with Sierra Mist, and we were using that giant mug as our chaser. So. I believe what happened is you got yourself an extra big ass drink. Oh, maybe I did. We we bought we so we bought we bought a two liter of Sierra Mist because it was these are things that I specifically remember. Okay. It was that and a blueberry donut. Okay. That those those, those were the two things where I was like, the, I trust this is you. what I want. I want a blueberry donut and Sierra Sierra Mist to mix with the whatever. So 
You were right. You were right about mixing in that giant ass cup because you got yourself an extra big ass drink, and so mm-hmm. you were drinking. You were drinking a Sierra Mist vodka cocktail, and I was just, I was just drinking the vodka straight out of the bottle and chasing it with the Sierra Mist. And this was the very first night that I ever saw Aquatine Hunger Force, That's and right. you were like, "Here's this stuff with the Moon Knights. It's funny," <laughs> and it was, and it was the very last thing I remember because. Well, the very last thing I remember was thinking to myself, this vodka doesn't taste so great anymore. That last shot didn't go down so good. Hmm. And I was sitting on the edge of your bed, and I slowly slid down, and that's that's the last thing I remember. And this is the only time in my life that I ever got blackout drunk, where I mean, like, I literally, like, it was just like, oh, yeah, this this is, boom, on to the next scene. No, like no, no in between part, and even like, even telling me what happened, like even telling me what happened, I was like, no, that's that's not true. Would you mind uh, regaling me with what happened in the uh, in the meantime? Yeah, you okay? So yeah, you slumped you slumped down onto the the floor, and still leaning like back against the bed, <clears throat> and um, yeah, you started throwing up just you know straight down basically. So oh all god! Over the so carpet. it was immediate then. Yeah, no, it didn't. There was there was no like okay. I mean, you, you might have been maybe a few minutes where I didn't even realize that you had you know flipped the switch from I'm there to I'm not quite there at all. Um, oh, so I, was, I didn't I maybe maybe didn't all. catch that, but I don't. It didn't it didn't go for very long. I think once you slumped down, that was pretty much the the end. Um, so yeah, you just started you started throwing up on yourself a little bit on my carpet, and I'm thinking, oh damn, this is gonna be a lot of a lot of work to clean. Yeah, um, and and also now this is a, this is an important thing to know about this place. So, you you lived in like Northwest Bradenton in mm-hmm. in Mango Park. Yep, a really nice gated community. So like you're no gates, you're, no gates. Uh, uh, well, come on, it, in. It, it, a quote unquote gated community. It wasn't, a deed it wasn't, restricted it, community. Deed restricted, whatever there, that means. Because of go. course, it's gated you community have without gates. Deed, yeah. it's it's the rich version fancy fancy version um okay so like the important thing to glean from this is that your house is really nice you it was yeah it was a split floor plan so parents were thankful well, mom and stepdad were thankfully far away from that uh on the other side of the house yes but so if you ever walked it, okay so I, I i would like i am one of i refer to myself as a plebe where i've never lived in a house that was a tenth as clean as as the house oh. you lived in when you were when you were in middle school and high school, mm. I mean just just because just because like it it was a nice new modern house yeah and yeah. and and it was clean like blah 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 and you know you didn't have animals and it was just like it was just one of those people's houses where like if you live in a house like the house that I live in. You know, like no matter how, like no matter how much cleaning you you're, you mm-hmm. do, you're just like, why is my house just not as nice as this other person's house? Right. So your your room, you know, completely carpeted, nice, you know, white carpet or off white carpet. So so yeah, I'm puking Sierra <laughs> Mist vodka and a blueberry donut. Could please ready, ready, ready to get the resolve? Yeah. So I take. Luckily, I think I had finished mine, so I was able to take my lid off of my fifty-six ounce extra big ass coffee uh, mug, and I slammed it under your face to try to catch as much as possible. It wasn't. It wasn't enough. 
And I got, I think I got you to hold it. At that point, I was kind of just like holding you up, but also at the same time, I was kicking you in the back of the head. I'm like, God damn, son of a bitch, making a mess. It's a little frustrating. I was a little drunk too. Yeah, I, 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 I think killing my buzz. I, yeah, because that I, was about, that was like the first time I had drank. <laughs> I, Outside I of a Zima I, here or I a glass of wine at Thanksgiving, me there that that Chris was doing doing the bulk of helping me out because you were a, a little a little angry at the time. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He was help. Yeah, he was doing more. Okay, I probably wasn't even holding you up. Yes, <laughs> it, it's okay. It's understandable. <laughs> So, so my, my account mm-hmm. is, I mean, is, is that, is that the end of it for you? Is that what is pretty, that, I mean, we got, we got you over to the bathroom, which was, just, you know, one room down. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, to throw up a little bit in the toilet. I think we got you in the shower and like rinsed you off a little bit too. If that's, I recall. that's insane to me. And I've never heard this part, but it was no, not, not like a full, full shower or anything, but you know, just a little, little rinse of the affected areas. Oh God. But, uh, yeah, and all, all the while, like, you know, not a huge house or something, like a little bit of distance, so, but, like, all, had all the pocket doors closed to kind of hopefully tr- contain some of this this sound. And my mom was a light sleeper, so I'm like, oh, there's no way this is going to work. <laughs> so the whole time, I, it, but she never came over, and apparently you asked her at my wedding if yes, she I- ever figured it out. Yeah, she, you, but it was the perfect crime, baby. It was the perfect crime. And yeah, I asked, I asked your mom about that because I had to know. Because also at your wedding, you revealed to me, uh, you know what? Uh, I, you know, I forgot to tell you this the last 20 times that I saw you, but my mom always asks about how you're doing when I, when I go to visit you. I was like, you son of a bitch. That's right. Hey, my like, dad, oh, assume- my dad said, my dad asked about you too, did, uh, on Sunday. He said, how you make, make sure you're doing all right. <laughs> So he asks too. More I, so lately, I think he took a shine to you at the wedding. I just, I just always assumed your mom hated me. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, your mom loves me. It's, it's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> and even if she did know, she's she's always been pretty uh, pretty understanding about most things. So even yeah, if, even if she had been aware completely, which I always assume, just because like, you yeah, know, parents are never as stupid as we hope that they are. Well, and that was and that was the thing because I know if I know one thing about myself, it's that I'm the loudest puker on the planet. Now, yeah, you weren't quiet. I think that's why I was kicking you because I'm like, you're gonna get us. Quiet. I should just knock you out unconscious or something. <laughs> <laughs> that logic made sense to me. <laughs> oh God! But yeah. yeah, I did. I did ask your mom. She's like, oh, no, I so I was like, <laughs> geez, that's great. Come take pictures with me in the photo booth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, I, uh, I love your mom. She's a saint. She is. So when when so lights back on, I'm on my back mm-hmm. in your room. I have a blanket. Well, that on probably me. was a good protocol. <laughs> I I I wake up and I'm just like I'm just kind of like, mm. and. The first, the first thing that came out of my mouth is, "Where is my shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> um, because certainly at the time, I'm definitely a person who is sleeping fully clothed. So I was like, oh, "Where's my shirt?" And you're like, "Oh, uh, it's over in the corner over there." You uh, puked all over it, and you puked all over my room. <laughs> Greased lightning, I believe, was the uh, the solvent of choice to get rid of the. Uh, to get rid of the uh, stuff oh, out of yeah. the rug. 
And I, I was like, dude, no, shut up. That didn't <laughs> And then And then I pull the blanket down a little bit, and I'm looking at my pants, and there's dried mm-hmm. puke all over the place. And I was like, what in the fuck happened? And then you, you know, told me. <laughs> <laughs> you told me what happened. And you were, uh, you were still... You were still a little hot about it, but not not so hot in that you got a, that we got away with it, right? But you you were you were. So well, that was the main concern. Yeah, you you were like I did. Yeah, sure. I don't like cleaning my rug, but like yeah, that not the biggest deal. Just didn't really want to get caught. <laughs> oh God, I I remember. Uh, I think I re- remember calling Jamie at some point in that day. I think I was still at your house, and she's like, "Where the fuck are you?" Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm a teenager, <laughs> and you owe me all your time. And yeah, no wonder I'm your ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- things like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, things things they want to say. That is, oh God, that was. Did that was... Chris stay over? Yeah, yeah, it was the okay. three of us. That's surprising. Yeah, th- thank God. I would have gotten nothing but kicks to the back of the head. <laughs> well, he could have left after that part. Once we got <laughs> oh, y'all yeah. settled. Once we all got y'all settled in. Uh, you look like you're all kicked out. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to I have to imagine that he that he rode with me a little bit. Yeah, no, I, it would make sense. It would make sense. Um so just just one last just one last thing before we get into the get into where we're gonna wrap up because we we're still you know we're still gonna do we fucking we got to. to we have we to. gots to do it so in in high school well I, I asked this I asked this question on the last episode because now, now it's the last episode James is <laughs> very very surprised I'm like hey I got two episodes worth of stuff <laughs> You know what? Fuck you. This is my this is my idea. Let me let, just, let me let me be proud of the idea that I had that we all do each other's shows. Let's just run with it. <laughs> so I I asked you about what your like what was your your first anime. Mm. And we we talked about, you know, we talked about a couple things in Dragon Ball Z and stuff. But what was right. did you did you have one that made you go like, "Okay, I understand what anime is now." And I like now I'm I'm going for this. Hmm. Cause I cause I'll 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 put it out. I have I I, I can't go in a conversation talking about anime without with without acknowledging Trigun. Okay. And that that was that was the one for me where I was like, yes, like okay, anime is a thing. I understand it. It's a viable art form. Mm-hmm. It can be super excellent and funny mm-hmm. and serious, and it can go all across the entire range. And for me, like that was, that was that one that was like, su- like a super pivotal, like core, core thing for me was yeah. Try like Trigun was so so good. So yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball Z opened the door and all that. Um, and I think around that time, there, like there was a few main movies that were here's the the Mount Rushmore or you know top five type style movies of, of anime that are out right now. So I think I watched a lot of those around the same time as I was like exploring and trying more things. And just everyone being different but very good was made it very clear as like this is 
uh, an avenue I want to go down. Like I never really challenged it as like, oh, it's. A, it, I never looked at it as super separate. It's like this is just a type of storytelling that I like, and the animation's cool, and the characters are cool. But so I was watching Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. X, the movie, um, Perfect Blue. So you got psychological thriller in there too, which is. I really need to go back and watch that one again because that one was really great. And see now these are very these, disturbing. These are these are things that I that I'd like to tap into because I've never seen any of those. Really, you've never seen Ghost in the Shell. I've never seen. Yeah, that that's a that's a thing. Uh. That's a. Uh, you you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text I'm gonna text Chris a link to this to be like, hey, we we talked about this or whatever. But that that's one of those ones like that was that was his big thing. Like, dude, watch Ghost in the Shell. So yeah. it's blasphemy. That I haven't seen Ghost of the Shell, but it's especially blasphemy to him that I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell yet. So that yeah, yeah. That's something that I definitely need to. Ghost of the Shell X, and then what was the other thing that you said? Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue. Mm-hmm. That one's a cool one. That's a yeah, it's a psychological one about a like an idol that has a stalker. Okay. And it gets creepy. It gets murdery. Oh yeah. Um, Price of Fame, and uh, and, and and Akira, obviously. Oh, yeah. I think if if anything it was if anything sealed the deal it'd be Akira because that one is just like so big on it's it's such a full it feels like a big budget Hollywood movie mm-hmm. but it's an animated one so you can do so much cooler stuff with it um, and then you also get like the weird anime style ending so you kind of get used to that right away of like and then we all became energy <laughs> yeah. I am Tetsuo. Sure. Yeah. That's a great so, ending to the movie, I guess. Right. So you, you, you get a feeling, and, and if you can get through that, it'd be like, oh, I'm okay with that kind of closure. Then you may continue with anime, perhaps. Yeah, I, and that's 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 a thing. That's that's a big thing with anime. Like, you, you craft... They end up crafting such a compelling story, and it's... I I think there there was a lot of things with that where it kind of made me realize uh, maybe I like downer endings and maybe you yeah. know if, if something didn't end the way that you wanted it to end you mm-hmm. look back at it and you're like it had to end that way right yeah it, it, there there seems to be the yeah more ways that you can end up that's. Not ex- yeah, exactly. Not exactly what you're looking for, but but makes all the sense when when you put it all together. And it's just that you know the animated medium lets you be in more different places and different characters and try out different stuff. You can't do that with live action and make it look good. It just looks like low budget magic stuff. Like all that stuff looks goofy, but in animation you're free to be a little bit more. Yeah, if everything looks like your low budget are. goofy, then you know, <laughs> then you're just like, okay, I tuned it out already. And right. Yeah. This is this is just the style, and it lets me be in many different places that I couldn't do with, you know, a, a BBC budget or something like that. Right. Also, not to mention, Akita had all of the, you know, basically the same voice actors that Trigun had. Yes, it did. <laughs> same, same animation studio, all, you know, yeah. all that shit. And, and probably had one of the, uh, one of the greatest lines in all of anime ever. Tetsuo! No, 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 Kaneda! <laughs> That's Mr. Kaneda to you, punk! <laughs> the I best. Loved I, I love that. I, I, I love that they're... I just love that dynamic that they're just, like, best friends. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna rip on you. I don't care if you're best an friends with a hierarchy being that can absolutely destroy everything that he touches. 
you you know you're still gonna be my punk ass little brother, and, and you know I'll put you into place if I got to. I don't feel like I got to. Oh, yeah. Feeling a little big for your britches. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know what? I I think I think it's probably about time we we get to uh we get to the section of the show we call we fucking. The bourbon the bourbon is gone. Feeling lubricated. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm rehydrating with a white claw. It's uh it's good. Hmm. So in this portion of the show that we call we fucking basically, you know, we're we're uh we're doing the New Japan edition today. So Naturally. We, we go we go through a list of people and you know, we kinda we kinda ask ourselves the question we we fucking? Are we are we fucking? It's it's a lot like pass or trash, but the key difference is full penetration. <laughs> X-rated. <laughs> okay, uh, so I broke I broke this in the stables. And are we are we drafting it or are we just going down the list? Oh, we're we're gonna do, we're gonna do a draft at the very end. Surprise, okay. bitches! We also ripped off the draft podcast. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're gonna play we're gonna play we fucking and we're gonna rip off the draft by doing a quick draft of you know our our top five our top five fucks and then uh, yeah I think we're gonna we you know call the cap to the end of the night here got it all right so we're gonna start with Los Ingobernables de Japón an area ripe for people for fucking so we'll we'll start off with a we'll start off with Bushi we fucking. No man, his eyes creep me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm. That's a. I think that's gonna be a. Uh, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> I I don't know. The yeah, I I don't know. I don't know enough about him, and you know, I gotta know a little bit about something. We we can't just be we can't just be strangers fucking. I got I gotta know right. a little bit about you. He's a little too mysterious for me. <laughs> so that's gonna be a no for me too. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Oh, we fucking. Oh, we fucking big time, big time. That dude, that dude is the punk rock of wrestling. I just, I just want to be by a star, right? There's no bigger star that I could lay with. Yeah, for for me, also, it's that he is a little crazy, but also a little crazy, but, but, but also, also a little cute. Yeah, and and a little violent. He just, he's just a little bit of everything. And yeah, yeah. oh, oh, big time. We fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, now here's a good one. I'm gonna straight away. One. Yeah, straight away. We fucking Sonata. No. No. We are not. We are not fucking. We not fucking Sonata. No. He's he's gonna be two in it for himself. He's gonna be he's gonna be kind of checking the mirror the whole time. No. Uh, uh, he's very selfish. Oh no. See see for me this is a purely physical attraction. We we fucking <laughs> we fucking. Let's go to Shingo Takagi. We fucking. Oh, you know we fucking. Just oh. man, manhood. Oh yeah, he yeah he. He's, uh, shout out to my uh, to my good buddy Noah from work. He's a real man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's yeah Shingo. We we fucking. And uh, last in Lij Tetsuya Naito. We fucking. No, he's gonna spit on me. <laughs> Some people like that. I don't. Uh, this is this is a, this is a tough one for me. I, 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 he's 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 charming. He's got some confidence. I I I think I think we fucking 
because he's got experience. Okay. I I I trust I I trust him. He he's the kind of he's the kind of guy you know you know like you know what you're not my type. But I think you have to just yeah, trust him. I, yeah, I think I think there could be something here. So yeah, for for me we we we, we fucking. I think that'll be one for me. Let's uh, okay. let's move on to. Uh, you know what? Let's let's move on to Young Lions in L.A. Dojo. Okay. Yuya Uemura. Oh, that that's a big obvious. We fucking absolutely, absolutely. Because Boy, charms. Yeah, this is the main enthusiasm. Okay. Where's Yuya Uemura? Where is he? That's what I'll, we all want to know. Where. And you know, obviously, we all hope the answer is you know. Oh, he's close. In my bedroom. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. Yoda Suji. I, I don't. I'm gonna surprise the world. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say we fucking. Did you say we fucking Yoda Suji? I. Uh, uh, continue. Tell tell, I, me, tell me why we fucking Yoda Suji. I think this might be, be out of pity. It might be out of pity. <laughs> but that still counts. No. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That 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 that's a reason. That's a reason. I don't know. He he, he looks so earnest. Ah, he just looks goofy looking to me. I, yeah, I know. No, it, I know. It's, it's just like I think about him with I think about him with his beard, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh god, I look too weird without a beard. And then he grows a beard, and then it's like, ah, oh, the beard doesn't <laughs> add anything. And then he shaves the beard off, and it's like, oh, now he doesn't have a beard anymore. Like <laughs> none of it makes any sense. So I, I mean, Yoda Sushi is gonna be a no for me. Okay. Let's uh, uh Gabriel Kidd. No. Eh, no yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no too. Save my bullets. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. He's all he's all he's all accent, but not but not enough <laughs> uh in in the way that I'd say Will Ospreay is a lot of accent, but he's but without any of the charm of Will Ospreay. Mm. I don't I don't know if I want to get involved in a relationship with Will Ospreay. It doesn't end very well. Yeah, well, We'll we'll save that for an addition of are we getting into a relationship with one another? That's true. Good point. Yeah. Still, in the meantime, we're still playing. We fucking. That's a good point. On to Alex Coglin, and just in case we're not sure who Alex Coglin is out of the <laughs> Young Lions, he's the one who says Sting was removed. I.e., he's the one that Clark Connors is showing the Gechiochi Kun to. Hmm. Um, I'm a pass. Come back when you're famous. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Oh, oh God, he's got a he's got a mustache now. But you know what? It works on him a little bit. Mm. I I the mustache seems like an immediate disqualifier. But you know what? I'm gonna say yeah. you know what, Alex Coughlin, we fucking okay on the Clark Connors. Let him we show you him. the magic. Yep. Oh yeah, his hair, his hair's all his hair's all long and grizzly right now. He like yep. he looks like a young lion, like an <laughs> actual young lion, a literal actual lion. Yeah, that yeah, that's gonna be yeah from you. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Let me show you the magic. And uh, Carl Fredericks, he's not a young lion anymore. He's not technically no. LA Dojo. He's he, he's technically a free agent now. But yeah, no, we fucking. Oh yeah! Oh, oh, big time! He caught he caught my eye well well, well back when, yeah. With the uh, whatever tournament with, with the young line mini tournament we saw and it was it was a clear standout. We were sure Shoto Umino Shoto Umino was going to win, and and you know what? Thank thank God for uh, New Japan not using uh, 
nepotism to guide, guide <laughs> the results of the tournament. Uh, yeah, that's going to be me. A real, uh, he's a real upside down Mark Rudisil type. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, let's move on to the United Empire. Uh, Great O'Con, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Nope, nope. You know, I don't like to, uh, I don't like to shame in either of these areas, especially areas that I'm, uh, guilty of, but, uh, you know, Taichi had it right, called him a fat baldy. <laughs> <laughs> he likes pretending his teeth look like that, come on. Uh, and he's just, he's just yelling all the time. He is. No, he's, he's not, he's not doing it for me, but yeah, prove me wrong, Great Ocon. Mm. Win me over with your award-winning personality. Next on the list, Jeff Cobb, and that's a big wee fucking for me. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Especially bad guy Jeff Cobb. Oh, yeah. You you you, you like, but... Okay, okay, you said, what about babyface Jeff Cobb? Yeah, that too. I think I think I, if I've already let one in my heart. I think I think so. He's just, he's just, he's just raw power. And you know what? Yeah. He's just, he's... He's a lovable-looking guy. Jeff Cobb's the kind of guy that, you know, we, yeah, we, we fucking, but, you know, then, you know, we going out to brunch next week. <laughs> Je- yeah, Jeff Cobb's a husband material, for, for sure. All right. And that touch of gray for extra sex if you're a little bit older. Will Ospreay. Pass. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a pass. That's an he's go- he's he's goofy. He's a little he's he's cheesy. He's a little cheesy. He's goofy. Yeah. Now 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 for me, all problematicness aside for Will Osprey, uh, that that is gonna be a wee fucking for me because I've got a weird thing for blonde guys. So oh, okay. he's so that he he gets a pass for me. You know him and Chris Pine. Just <laughs> okay. Just, just let me just let me. I just want to, you know, feel s- safe in your muscles. Just, <laughs> just, just that kind of thing. Okay, we're, we're going to move on now to no affiliation. These okay. are, uh, you know, the guys that aren't in any factions. <laughs> David Finlay. Plain ice milk. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, plain, yeah, plain for me, please. Uh, that, that's going to be a, that's going to be a pass on, uh, for me too. Juice Robinson. Yeah, we fucking. Yeah, are you, are you fucking Juice Robinson? He seems he seems tender. Mm. He cares I'm, about me. I'm gonna say pass, but it's not a it's not a very hard pass. Okay. Speaking of hard passes, <laughs> Ma- Master Watto, we ain't fucking pass. pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's. Uh, I feel like a lot of my passes are gonna be like he looks super goofy, uh, Master Watto. <laughs> Which uh, brings me to my uh, next person, Taguchi, the coach, a man with experience. Hmm. Funky weapon. The man, yeah, the man with the iron ass. All right, yeah, I think I think I have to say, I have to say, we fucking. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna gonna pass. I'm gonna pass on Taguchi. (laughs) Uh, There's just, there's just so many, there's just so many people. Now this is gonna be, this is gonna be a hard yes for me, and that's gonna be Katsuyori Shibata. Oh, hard pass. He scares me too much. Yeah, he's scared. You know, not in the right way. It should be. It should be a no for me, 
uh, in that I kind of look, he looks a little bit like Japanese Mac from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> he and, really and does. Mac, and Mac, who in turn, and I don't, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but maybe this is just me. I feel like Brian looks like Mac, like a lot, and hmm. and they had the same kind of cadence in the way that they talk. I yes, feel like Brian and Mac that. are like, like if, if it's just the way that they talk, I feel like they look very similar. They're, they're <laughs> swarthy gentlemen. I can see that. <laughs> But oh yeah, no, he's just uh, he's just cut and handsome. That that's gonna be big time. Yes for me for Shibata, but no for mm-hmm. you. It scares you too much. Too much. Miss now, dog. That's okay. Oh, I I I don't think there's a sane person in the world who would say no to this one. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Not not a single one. No, that that is a that is a hard yes. Yes. That is a hard indefatigable yes unquestionable whatsoever mm-hmm. he's basically just he he's first of all uh tremendous abs fabulous abs tremendous. what was the name glorious. what was the name of the what glorious was the, abs yeah glorious abs glorious abs glorious although hey i guess we, could, we should have called it fabulous abs because then we could have called it fab abs <laughs> yeah and he's uh you know he's the cockroach mask, man. Even as a bad mm-hmm. guy, he's just doing it. He's just doing it for the kids. Yep. And uh, la- last on the no affiliation, the and uh, the the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Kota Ibushi. What's your answer? See, now this is a this is a hard one, but okay. is but it's not a super hard one. Okay. Uh, and I. I I'm not meaning to be mean when I say this, uh, because he's not he's not ugly at all, but he sort of has a butter face, but uh-huh. the butter face being that he's a little goofy looking, uh-huh. but uh, that that body that body that's connected to that butter face, mm, boy, yeah, that's a, that's gonna be a yes for me for Kota Ibushi, and also oh. he's the champion, so that comes with championship perks. Not not just. Butter face, but butter bowl cut. <laughs> so I got, I got to pass. I got to pass. Yeah. So there's a little bit too much of the Sonata, a little selfish, and then on top of that, that bowl cut and just being a little goofy. Oh no! See, to me, he seems like the kind of person who is like, oh, Okada has a Ferrari, so uh, you know, I better, you know, I better get a Bugatti or a Maserati. Mm-hmm. You know, so just. Something a little bit more expensive, a, li- a little more high end. And the great thing about that is, you know, when we're riding in the Veyron, you know, we're both looking forward. I don't got to look over. Kind of, you know, reach my left hand. Well, uh, we're in Japan, right, so I'm right, on the yeah. right side. I reach my right side, my right hand, and I'm just be like, that body. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to be shallow, but. I in get this, it. You know, in the game of we fucking, so, you know, sometimes it's, deep. sometimes it's warranted. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Okada, this uh, brings us over to the uh, <laughs> chaos bracket, and uh, <laughs> Yoshihashi is first on the list. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> next. The staff has better chance. <laughs> oh boy. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's he's just he's too goofy for me. I'm I'm sorry, Yoshihashi. I'm sure I'm sure you're a wonderful person, but in mm. in this game, you know, you're not. It's a zero sum game. <laughs> Move, moving on to Yo. Uh, so I'll, I'll put it to you like this. Yo's okay. going to be a no for me because he's too pretty. Yes, that's 100% right. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the only one. He's he's no. too he's too beautiful. It, it it's it's an excessive amount. So I can't I can't yeah. I can't say yes to Yo. He's he's too pretty. Yeah, one of the first words that comes to mind is cheekbones. It's not going to work. Yeah. Which which bring which brings us to Yo and that's going to be yes for me cuz he's the appropriate amount of pretty. Yes. Shit. Yes, the show, show gets a wee fucking. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, the sublime thief, Toru Yano. So this is, I was I was thinking we were going straight, straight only, only draft version here. So this was going to be my sleeper pick that I snuck in at the end as uh, one of my, one of my five picks. Because, you know, he's, he's into mixing it up a little in the bedroom, keeping it fresh, keeping it interesting. You know, you know he's got ways to restrain you. Exactly. <laughs> so, there, there's some fun to be had there. So yeah, that, that's a I'll go yes with Toriano. Yeah, I mean he's just he's a consummate businessman. So aside, you know, if I'm looking for long term, hmm. uh, yeah, and and, and it, maybe you know what? Yeah, he looks a little good. He looks like a dad. And you know, I gotta, I yeah. gotta fact, yeah. I gotta factor that in. I gotta factor that into the equation. So yeah, Tor- Toriano is, uh, yeah, we we fucking that, perfect yeah, confidence. That's, yeah, that's that's gonna be a yes for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Pass. Yeah, pa- pass. You can't, you pass. can't do that. No. And this is also the pass. This is also the pratfall of pass or trash. Because pass, you know, the word pass inherently sounds like it's like no, I'll pass on that. But it's no, this passes the test. But, oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But but it, but it, we fucking pass means no. I'll, I'll I'll pass on that. You're right. I should be more clear and use the word no. Yeah. It it it, it, sh- it yeah. There should be a word that means yes that rhymes with trash, so that the game is called <laughs> whatever the word that means yes that rhymes with trash is or pass. Because Correct. I pass on it. <laughs> yeah, Good that's notes. right. That's right, Wes. I'm shitting all over your game. <laughs> Don't worry, he didn't get this far. <laughs> yeah, no. To uh, oh god, it's so funny to me. And it's like, hey, wait, it's a two part episode. That's literally <laughs> just how much happened. Okay, we're moving on. Um, oh, I I didn't say. Um, I I he uh he's a super he's a super alpha which I'm generally not attracted to but I've seen that smile in Chaos Academy oh, so that's, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's a different be, side of him. Yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a yes for me. I'm going to feel safe in Ishii's arms. Point. I'll stick with my guns but it's a good point. Yeah, plus plus he's he's in his silver fox ears too, man. So yeah. it's like it's fine. He it'll it'll be fine. Rocky Romero. Pass because I got no reason. Pass. There are no thank you. Pass. And I and yeah. I feel I feel sorry for passing on the only literally the uh only Latino person on the on the actual <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's just I'm sorry, Rock. 
I, just, I, I gotta say pass. And there's nothing but my feelings are say pass. I don't have any specific reason. If you could convince me not to pass, I'd, I'd be willing to listen. I'll put it, it's very soft I pass. can't. No, I'm not. I got, I've got no case. But if you're like, oh, no, you're a musician? I'm a musician. Listen, if you play me the Rapongi 3K theme song, I'll be like, get the fuck out of here, Rocky. <laughs> First of all, 100% voltage is the only acceptable answer out of out of Rapongi 3K. It's the only one that I'm going to listen to, so fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, Robbie Eagles, and I'll just assume that's a big old no for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on. Get up on out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Robbie Eagles. Hiroki Goto. You go ahead and follow Robbie Eagles out the door. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you did Goto. Goto he always 30. looks so sweaty. Okay, so Goto is going to get a yes from me because I know he just knows some good nature spots. Some waterfalls, perhaps. I just well, maybe, I, if the, maybe if the game was we looking for some waterfalls or some nature spots... Then he'd be a good choice. Oh yeah, but I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta tell you this: if anyone on your list of we, oh god, fucking, is that what you're doing at the waterfalls? Yeah, yeah. Imagine if Okada was like, "Hey, Goto, put me onto this waterfall. We, fight, <laughs> we fucking underneath this waterfall or what?" And, you know, yeah. obviously, obviously, I gotta give a little credit to the man who you know is gonna. Uh, yeah, uh, for for me, it's gonna be a yes for for Goto for we fucking we we okay. fucking under a waterfall. Bodies getting all getting all wet, slipping around, sliding <laughs> bodies. And the man, the head of chaos, Kazuchika Okada, which obviously <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we fucking Yeah, no. I li- I like the Maserati, but y- you know, <laughs> Okada went on the nose with a Ferrari, but I- it's fine. It- <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you know, also, also, you know, generally his hair is is blonde. Not not that that really counts. You know, it's I can you know I can tell a natural blonde like Austin <laughs> from Okada any day. But him, by virtue of dyeing his hair, he's a he's a bad boy, and he's you know he's got the thing. It, it, it's yeah, it's, it's the fucking rainmaker. Mm-hmm. Why you can't you can't say no. Yeah. Even if you don't even find him remotely attractive whatsoever, like Okada coming, yeah, we fucking. <laughs> All right, now this is this is a fun bracket. This is the old guys bracket, who are oh who are basically old, like no affiliation guys, but they're also right old special, guys. but they're special. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we we got tens on, and yeah, no, no. Man, it's that haircut, man. It's everything. I can't, I can't with that haircut. And then like, he'd be like, we, we fucking, and then he just wouldn't ever stop talking. He'd never <laughs> stop talking. And yes, I realize the ir- irony that we've been, you know, talking for close <laughs> to four hours now, yeah. but yeah, he'd never stop. He would never stop talking. So yeah, that's going to be a no for me. Satoshi Kojima. No. No, you, you, the, bre- no. the breathe rate strip then. That's ter- definitely a killer. Definitely a killer. I I don't know. No, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say no for Satoshi Kojima. Uh, Manabu Nakanishi. 
No, although Monster Morning Breakfast sounds pretty nice. Yeah, and that is solely what I'm basing my option on. Uh, if someone, okay, here here's the pitch. Baby, come home with me. Why should I come home with you? Well, I got a lot of reasons. But the number one reason is I make a killer breakfast. Mm -hmm. I'm talking monster morning breakfast. It's <laughs> monster morning. Oh, you got to stick around for monster out. morning to find out about monster morning. <laughs> in, in which that case, I'm intrigued. And I that's I got to know. I got to know about a monster morning because a All right. breakfast food is the best kind of food. Anyone who says otherwise is just wrong. I mean, especially when it's prepared there's, for there's, you. There's yeah, there's so many good. It's there's there's so many good entree meals that aren't breakfast food. But as far as being reliable and viable at any time of the day, it's fucking breakfast, baby. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. So I think I wouldn't pass up that pitch. So I, I guess Manabu Nakanishi, we fucking okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll flip my coin. That's a, that's a wise decision, my friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the by the way, uh, monster monster morning is uh, five omelets, ten waffles. Uh, it, it's just breakfast, but way too much breakfast. Just more of it. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but that makes sense, and I guess that what I was picturing in my head. And no, yeah, mm. no, still on board, still on yep. board. I'm okay with that. Yuji Nagata, Blue Justice. Yeah, yeah, we 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 fucking we fucking the the man the man's still churning out hits. Yeah, no, he won he won me over for a long time in that match with Suzuki. So yeah, the the man's super violent. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter that he's an old man. I I feel I feel safe with Nagata. Mm -hmm. Don't 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 you worry about that. The, yeah. la the last one in the old guy bracket. I know we just mentioned Suzuki, but he's he's in the uh, Suzuki good bracket. <laughs> he right. he kind of has to be. Yeah. <laughs> Jushin Thunder Liger, and that's going to be a big time yes for me. Even though uh, you can't see his face because that man got the fucking drip. The man is a style icon. The man yep. is a murder machine. The man fantastic is fantastic shape. Yeah, the man's a technical mat wizard, and, and uh, my god, he just—he's—he's—he's he's he's the perfect pat. The man dresses well. Mm -hmm. God damn. No objections. You—you you really can't. And he has the best—he has the best theme song about his clothes ever written <laughs> by by man. <laughs> oh god, I I could I could load that up. I could load that up in there just to just to have it play really quick. <laughs> Let's just pretend like it played really quick. <laughs> Alright, moving on to Suzuki Goon. Okay. Doki. More like Noki. Noki. Not to be confused with Inoki, who is... Oh, you know what's this we're talking about? Antonio Noki. We fucking... Scares me. He's ter He was a terrifying man in his day. <laughs> while he is... Uh, while he did some things that were uh, questionable in the, the dark ages of New Japan... Uh, uh, you know what, man? The guy looks like Japanese Elvis and... True. Yeah, uh, Elvis is a paradigm of handsomeness in, 
or rather a paragon of handsomeness in you, you know in the United States. Yeah, I, 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 we, yeah. It, young Antonio Inoki, we fucking. But he, you know, That's fair. he will beat the shit out of you if you don't sell for yeah. him. So don't be a dick. <laughs> All right, how about Yoshinobu Kanemaru? Close, but no. I think he's handsome. I, I say yes. That, that that's as far as this needs to go. He kind of looks like Japanese Mac too. <laughs> well, that, that, uh, yeah, I, I'd I'd say I'd say yes to Kanemaru. Uh El Desperado. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you mega hunk! Why would you beautiful, hide beautiful your face Desperado. under that mask? You beautiful, beautiful man. Oh God, yeah, that was God. How great was that match? Very, very great. Oh, I love that. How about Taichi? We fucking Taichi? Yes, we fucking. Just because the amount of love I've already spilled for for Taichi, it would be it would be hypocritical if I didn't. Yeah, I I can't say that I'd ever thought about it, but <laughs> exactly exactly for that reason is like you think about think about the people closest to you, and you're like. I never thought about him like that. That's right. how close I feel like Taichi is to me. Yeah. And for that reason, that's that's gonna be a big time yes. Yeah. He, you know, he may he may be a little grumpy, but you're gonna be like, hmm. I guess there's there's something more there's something more than what I saw, and I already saw a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh Zack Saber Jr. No, I feel like he could heckle me at any moment. And I just don't think my confidence could take what that. What kind of a gay man are you? He is beautiful. <laughs> That's insane. Agreed. Mr. Agreed. <laughs> the... <laughs> I just can't get hurt like that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's okay to say no to we not fucking, to, you know, avoid avoid future pain. I'm all, <laughs> for, for him, I'm only looking about the here and now and that, the, mm. you know, that's got to be... That that's a wow god what did what did you say about Zack Sabre Jr. like he looked like he just fucked your girlfriend yeah but but he nicked your bird yeah <laughs> he just nicked your bird <laughs> <laughs> and la, last in Suzuki Goon Suzuki Minoru Suzuki no god no <laughs> no dude. it's horrifying you, you don't want it so as far as everything that I know about Suzuki outside of the ring, apparently he's the sweetest guy. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a he's a smooth gentleman, but he's horrifying. A real Hiroyuki Sakai like, but exactly, but far more violent. As far as we know, <laughs> Hiroyuki Sakai could also be super super violent. Could be. I hope not. <laughs> he seems so sweet. I hope. Yeah. I I I hope. I, I, I hope that his legacy with the ladies is just nothing more than that hero Yuki Sakai ain't nothing but a motherfucking pimp. That's, <laughs> like, I hope that's the extent of it. That's that's all I want. It's like, yeah, okay, that that's fine. I, I like the idea of him being like, I was 100% upfront about what I'm all about. You turn it into something else in your head, and I'm sorry that you feel that way, and I never want you to feel that way, but that's why I was honest about how I am up front. <laughs> you know, it, it is... Enter, enter at your own risk, and mm. I am sorry that I'm being adamant about it, but that's just how I feel. If that's the extent about it, that's fine. That that's okay. I'm fine with that. 
All right, now let's uh, move on in, into our prized bullet club. I feel like there's going to be a lot of passes in here. I I, I think <laughs> so, and maybe some unexpected <laughs> ones. Bad luck, Fale. Pass. I thought it was hair for the longest time. It's a tattoo. <laughs> now I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say Accent works fucking, for you. He, he looks like a he looks like a good hugger. Hmm. And I and I, I value I value that a lot as a good hugger myself. So okay. He looks like a good hugger. Chase Owens. No, thank you. I'm sorry, Chasey. Um, I'm so I'm so sorry, Chasey. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a pass for me too. How about Dick Togo? <laughs> pass. Pass. <laughs> How about Evil? <laughs> He's got nice hair, but pass. He's got. He does He's have kind- a flow. He does have a flowing mane. He has a look and an aura about him, but I think I don't think it's enough to to work for me. I think that I would I think it would be a pass, but it would be in the final hour. It would be at the last second. I'd be like, I don't think I could do this, yeah. man. Yeah. I think I I think I liked the idea of you, but now we're getting down to it. The lights now, are coming on. I, I have to make a choice. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, My I, first gut instinct was no. I gotta go with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh how about how about Tomatonga? He's the one that shaved his beard, correct? Yes. Okay. Pass on him. I'll pass on Tomatonga. Yeah. That's gonna. Uh, that's gonna be. That's gonna be a yes for me. I think. Oh, okay. I just. Uh, he's. I don't know. He's got. He's got some animal magnetism. I think. I mean, a little bit, and maybe that also goes hand in hand with the way I look at him. Is like he looks like he's desperate to sell me a gym membership, <laughs> which I just don't take kindly to. All right, then how about his counterpart, Tongaloa? We fucking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like him better. <laughs> yeah, that, that, and and that's fine. That, that's gonna be that, that's gonna be a unanimous we fucking for for me also. Uh, I, don't know, I just think about. I think about Tomatonga, or sorry, I think about Tongaloa. I think about that time that he just slid in with that single barrel "fuck you." Let's do it to Tongan slide. And I was like, "Oh man, that that was the part where it, that was the thing that made me go, oh yeah, we fucking." Mm. He and, and he just gives he gives good facial expressions, almost on Shingo's level. He, he's fun to watch. Ooh yeah, emotive. Yeah, shall we fucking with Shingo? <laughs> Big time. That one's easy. All right. How about Giotto? I think I'm gonna say no to that. <laughs> Thirty years, this biz. He's, he's better j- on the block. He's Jack, though. I won't. I won't deny it. He looks good, but yeah, no, no thanks. I think maybe bald guys don't necessarily do it for me. I, I don't know. That's a good point. Yujiro Takahashi. No, sorry, Yujiro. See now, I'm gonna surprise you with this one, and you we, are. Oh, oh, we fucking because okay, because Yujiro Takahashi is the Tokyo pimps. That's true. And so much pimp that it couldn't be contained in one Tokyo pimp. It's multiple Tokyo pimps. 
And you know, like he, you know, he may be a little bit goofy, but but the swagger is there. And you know, yeah, when, when he whips out the Tokyo pimps, you know, it's it's gonna he's gonna be hard to deny. That's true. Uh, now this isn't uh, this isn't on the list, but you know, since we're since we're talking about huge uh, Peter, mm-hmm. we fucking. Oh, that's a question. Oh yeah, that, that's a question. Uh, I mean, the, the answer, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we for, fucking for me. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry, Peter. You're you're eye candy, but you're very beautiful eye candy, and you know the game. The game is uh very fun when we you know talk about banging all these dudes, but <laughs> I just don't. I don't want to objectify you all that much, but yeah, you you, you very pretty. All right. Uh, well then. Now uh, the next one is El Fantasmo, and here's another surprise. That's gonna be a no for me. Oh, that's a no for me too. Seems very dirty. Nah, he seems. Uh, lo- he he looks a little. A little Current iteration out. El Fantasmo looks a little drugged out for me. Yeah. But that a that just train has spotty. absolutely way more to do with the uh, with the COVID hair and yeah. <laughs> Understood, but no. And uh, ne- next on our, our list, Taiji Ishimori, and that's going to be a big old fat fucking wee fucking big time Absolutely. I just gave the man his own fashion corner. Like, absolutely. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, boy. Yeah, that man, that man is, uh, woo, he hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenta, we fucking. Yeah, we fucking. I'm afraid because he comes with some baggage, like stalker issues. He's got some problems, but I'm I'm willing to get mixed up with that because <laughs> he gets his hair just right. Yeah, little less than Yoshihashi, uh, a little more than Okada. Yeah, oh yeah, a little, a little more than Okada, a little less than Master Wado. <laughs> Master Wado. <that's- laughs> I feel like you could have used Yoshihashi there too. Oh my god! He just dragged in Master Wado for no reason. No, he's he's too busy FaceTiming with Yoshihashi's staff. Thick <laughs> <laughs> thieves. Yeah, the, yeah. Kent is gonna be a. Uh, Kent is gonna be a. Uh, yeah, we 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 fucking. Mm. And, and and also Kenta, I feel like. If I had to put these guys on a spectrum of what are my actual chances with these guys, I feel like <laughs> Ken is sort of like right in that sweet spot in the middle where he's mm-hmm. he's just he's just hands he's just handsome enough, and you know if as you got to know him, you'd be like, you know what, God, this motherfucker is handsome, but it's mm-hmm. but it's more that you're just attached to him, and you know you're you're mm-hmm. you know you maybe think you're in love, and then yeah. He talks one day he's just randomly talking about how Yoshihashi's staff mystifies him and you're just like I do love this person. Like honestly <laughs> and truly. Like I've been saying it, but this is this is the moment where I was like that that's when that's when it was like, you know, locked in. Locked in for mm. real. And you're just like, God, I just I just love that fucking Kenta. Just love that mm-hmm. man. Moving on to Gato. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> I I I think I think we fucking okay. <laughs> he's he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, he his his refusal to speak in Japanese is what does it for me. <laughs> it, it's 
there's there's just something about his fuck all attitude that that makes me say about Kato, we 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 fucking. We He's fucking. also loyal too. Oh yeah. For I mean, for the most part, not for the most part. They went J way for a while. Yeah. Get, uh, and and then and then last, and we're we're at the end of we fucking J mm-hmm. White. Yeah, we fucking. Yeah, the, the, those he, those abs. Even though he checks some of the boxes of some of those other people, I've said no to for you know looking a little dirty, looking a little selfish. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it's he's got the, back abs. Yeah, those yeah those his abs are too glorious. He's got front abs. He's got back abs. <laughs> which which reminds me, and here's one more reason why you need to watch regular show. There <laughs> there's there's an episode called lift with your back moving and the contrivance of this episode is that rigby rigby gets sick of being disrespected at his park job so he's like Mm. you know what fuck you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna go get my own job that pays me with a paper check and i'm gonna stick it to you once and for all so he gets a he gets a job with a moving company and it's called it's called uh lift with your back moving company Mm-hmm. And so he he starts working for them, and you know it's it's a movie company. And he goes to pick up a box, and he's and he you know he picks it up, and his boss is like, no 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 no, what are you doing? He's like, what? I'm just picking up this box. He's like, this is lift with your back moving. You gotta lift with your back. Let me show you. And he rips off his shirt, and he and he goes to lift up this goes to lift up this box and the camera just pans in on the dude's back and a six pack of abs just appears on his lower back <laughs> and he just is like and li- like lifts this giant box with his back and starts moving it and you see all the other movers and they all have six pack abs <laughs> on their back and they're just like like in agony lifting stuff up with their back and <laughs> to me that is the funniest premise of of an episode of anything that I've ever seen. Mm. <laughs> it's just it's J. White back abs. Perfect. <laughs> oh man. That was a that was the best episode of We Fucking that's ever been done on this show. I say that with full confidence. Agreed. All previous episodes have been put to shame by this episode <laughs> of We Fucking. It was a really good one. <laughs> Oh god. And I think I think we're about done. I think we're done. This is a this has been it's been a fun trip down memory lane, I think. It has. It's been a lot of fun. I am I'm I'm impressed with myself for remembering as much as I did. I was nervous there that I was I had forgotten so much of this stuff. Yeah, and I was uh I I I had confidence that I was like, "Okay, I'm going to jot just a couple of Mm-hmm. A couple of random notes, just to sort of just like these. These are the broader things that I want to mention to make sure about. I was yeah. like, I'm sure the the conversation will will figure itself out. Mm-hmm. And this was this was fun to do, and I'm glad we uh, did it. I'm not a uh, I'm not a super huge reminiscer. I do like to tell stories. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, but I, but I think everything great is in in front of me. So the, the, I think there's a degree of I think there's a degree of living in the past that people can cross over where they're just like mm-hmm. I like everything that happened in my life was already great. I'm but I'm optimistic for the future. 
So I don't, yeah. I don't do a lot of reminiscing. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I tend to kind of think of the things that I've done as not terribly exciting or anything. So I don't, I don't really bother retelling the stories, even though yeah, some of them, some of them are pretty good. Yeah, there's, there's some pretty good ones in there. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's always, there's always good stories, and uh, yeah, yeah, like you said, I'd rather, I'd rather focus on what's going on right now, or you know, yeah, uh, having new conversations. And and you you and I pop and we you know it's uh we we've been friends since middle school and we have uh you know con- consistently popped in and out of one another's life as 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 life has uh, dictated. But it's mostly because I wasn't I just didn't know how to text. <laughs> it took me a while to figure it's that not out. Even that man, it, it's just like it's it's just life, man, and like yeah. life and stuff, man. But, but, but we, I, I think we've, we've always, we've always kept in contact over the years. Yeah. We've, you know, if there was exciting, exciting times in my life, you know, like, like the, like the fond locked in memories, man, have been like Ryan's coming into town this weekend mm-hmm. and we have the same plans as we literally have. Every time Ryan comes into town with whatever yeah. with whatever variation there is on them, usually it's a long it's it's a long night of drinking and playing some kind of video game, you mm-hmm. know, which sometimes you know morphs into visiting Cloud City or yeah. pl- and playing some kind of video game. Sometimes it's just watching TV. Sometimes mm. it's three a.m. steaks. I wish your dad. Kind of I, I wish your dad could get married again, and knowing your dad, <laughs> that's entirely likely. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be back down. It's possible. <laughs> but the, but yeah, those those have always been, those have always been high high points in in my life and in our friendship mm-hmm. where I've been like, I I like I clear I clear the fucking weekend. I clear yeah. the fucking weekend. And there, I there has seldom been a time where you're like, I'm I'm gonna pop into town where I was like, oh yeah, well I'd rather be doing something else because yeah. fr- frankly I'd rather not be like that. It's uh, so yeah, the, the, those have always those have always been good good times, and we've mm-hmm. we've shared a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I can think of a time where I said I was coming into town. You're like, yeah, not gonna. Can't really make the time. I, I don't think that's ever really happened. So thank you for that. Yeah, no. Even 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 most recently, when I you, you, ju- you just now came into town, and I was right. like, I I closed at work the night before, so I was I was up until about three or four in the morning, and I was like, I oh gotta boy, get up at eight, <laughs> so <laughs> so we could go play disc golf. <laughs> Appreciate that too. Made it a little made it made it work a little easier. Yeah, and and that was and and that was a, a so. Calling calling uh, commentary for grind time is literally the funnest thing that I've ever done, and you 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 coinciding and coming to town that same weekend made me a little disappointed that I had to spend the night doing <laughs> literally the funnest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> so that like if that puts it into context, like yeah, man. Okay, I think we do a little. Uh, I think we do a little butt business, and then uh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, sir. To check out all of the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni U University Podcast Network on Facebook. Oh, man, I'm hammered. 
<laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can listen to the inane ramblings of people <laughs> doing commentary on New Japan Pro Wrestling with the Allen Club on JabroniU Wrestling. <laughs> you can tune in to Biff Radio with Andy and James for some apparent <laughs> fucking reason. <laughs> Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop After Hours with James, Andy, Drew, and me. <laughs> it's a surprise. I'm on more than one show. <laughs> on our on our not flagship show, Locals Barbershop After Hours. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to all new hip hop on Flow and Tell with Ben and Drew. That sounds great. Sure. <laughs> And draft pop culture with Shane and the locals barbershop gang. I know Nicole was there, but I don't know the other person who was there. We immediately went in afterwards, and I got a <laughs> James cut my hair. Yeah, for a proper haircut. James has never cut anyone's hair before in his life. Then Nicole was like, "I've seen licensed people do worse jobs." It really wasn't all that bad, but I was like, <laughs> "Cut my hair on a three, please, be, so I can like." If it's bad, I can get it reduced down to a one, which is where where I normally get it cut. <laughs> Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabrodu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a like, share, retweet, and subscribe. Otherwise, we'll be trapped in everyone else's other show for all eternity. Bring Free us. the curse. I miss Okada already. <laughs> oh, we need to... Go back to wrestling so you don't have to hear about our dull lives. <laughs> oh man, that's a uh, that's a uh, that's the end. I think that was a lot. Oh, it was a lot, I, <laughs> and I totally had no intent to be like, "Well, it's two part episode," but right. <laughs> guess what? It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts before we uh, end? And yield trip down. No, this was this was a lot of fun. This was great. Yeah, it was, and a, a reason to get ex, a reason to get drunk on a on a weeknight. Yeah, no random, reason, random Monday sure. drinking. Why not? Two full glasses of bourbon. I'll sleep good tonight, hopefully, or not. Exact opposite. <laughs> I'll be throwing up, and someone will kick me in the back of the head. That'll be my karma. All right. Well, that that brings us uh, to the end here, and uh, as usual, we'll end the way every episode of Why Did We Ever Meet ends. Bonesaw, I love you. Always have. Do I have a special line? No, you just say you just say you love me back. Oh, I love you back. <laughs> Not manufactured at all. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Uh, all right. Uh, that that's that's uh, that's the end. It's car it's car crash out of this bitch. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play a song now. Except surprise, I recorded it way earlier in the day when I was sober because I anticipated that I was going to be drunk. So, yeah, we'll uh we'll go out on that. But uh, you know what? Let's let's inject our own thing into here. I'm I'm your host Daniel Salorzno. Bone saw. Say good night to the lovely people. Good night.
for one more day